Welcome back to another episode of Just the Tip. Um, it's the series, new series, where I just talk about this past week's episode as well as just some other things that are on my mind. Uh, this week's episode was with Jake Sticka, Executive Director of Next Gen Men, also one of the co founders. And the thing I wanted to talk about in this Just the Tip was the difference between anti patriarchal and pro feminist and why he communicates it that way. And I thought it was really, really smart. Um, last week on the Just the Tip, I talked about why men vote for Trump in the election. And I think it really does go back to the language that is used in society right now that does pin a lot of blame on men. And as a guy, I understand the frustration with that. As a guy that is trying to do this work and be aware of the situations going on in the world. I also see that it is not incorrect that a lot of the anger that society has or a lot of the, the systems that are in place do not benefit others. Well, they benefit the, the white man, the stale, pale and male um, that uh, Jake alluded to in the episode. And I think when you're talking to men, you do have to take the approach of anti-patriarchal versus pro-feminist and a few episodes ago i did a episode on uh talking with feminists about masculinity and i thought it was really important to frame it as uh, a feminist because she was rational she was having a, a pleasant conversation with me and we were talking about the patriarchy and how the patriarchy does affect men negatively as jake talked about you know it does um there are a lot of benefits that it does have for us, but also three out of four, every suicides are male. Um, men are the perpetrators of most violence, but they're also the victims of most violence, except for gender, just uh, gender-based violence. Um, so the same systems that men create or the patriarchy creates also really does have negative effects on us. And if you pitch it to or talk about it with guys, uh, young men in that angle, they're much more likely to listen. And that takes me back to a episode I did with Mike Cameron, where he talks about it's better to be effective than right all the time. Um, you know, it would be right to say I am pro-feminism but it wouldn't be effective in a lot of ways. And that's where the con like the problem really lies. And we also talked about on this week's episode, how the left eats the left alive. And, you know, I think the left is a big part of the problem as someone who is on the left, who leans left on a lot of these issues. Um, it is a problem when, um, you, you tell men, especially white men, that they are the problem with society. And white male, white privilege, male privilege, white male privilege definitely does exist. I'm not debating that at all. Um, and, but it, it doesn't work to say, well, I'm oppressed because of you. That doesn't really get you very far in the conversation. As we discussed it, it we, we said, you know, if, if one side's telling you that, yeah, you're a straight white male, you are the problem with society. Um, and the other side saying, 
you know, it's not your fault. It's the feminists who are angry. They're irrational. They're trying to radicalize you. Which side is more welcoming? Well, obviously it's the side that says you're not the problem. And that is why you come at it from an anti-patriarchal conversation. Cause you're not talking, you're talking about the problem is patriarchy, not the problem is them. Um, where sometimes the feminist argument is saying that the problem is them. And you know, a lot of the time, the the real answer is in the middle. You know, it's not it's not in the extremes that white straight men are the problem, but it's also, and, and it's also not the problem where it's like, yeah, I'm a woman, I'm oppressed in every single situation. That's the problem. Typically, it's it's somewhere in the middle, where the system is not beneficial to women, people of color, in a lot of ways. And one of the arguments that you always hear is, you know. Um, there's no racism, there's no sexism in the law, in the policies. And it's like, well, true, there might not be any written sexual or racism preference, um, but those still exist in our heads. And it'd be kind of ridiculous if we said that it didn't. You know, if you think at carding, carding is not at any in any way a racist um, in terms of like what it actually says in the law, but it was used as a way to you know, um, card more black men or immigrants or, or people of the nature that it wasn't then racist because it was legal. They could do it, but they just were able to do it. And they chose higher, um, populations of black people, black young men to do it with. So that is one. Um, and, and it just kind of shows how much nuance. And, and we talked a lot about this too, is that there's so much gray in this conversation of um, sexuality, gender, and no real side, you know, the extreme on the left and the extreme on the right are both to me wrong. Even though I lean more left, the way that I've seen them handle the conversation is really not conducive to anyone. You know, it's the same reason why we have a lot of good people voting for for trump i would say is that they've been yelled at told for the last four years that they're racist or racist for um voting for trump and that is not helpful in the conversation at all neither is it saying going going up to someone who is white and if they don't feel that privilege in their life, then they're not going to empathize with you. And, you know, the tolerant left, the empathetical left, you know, it can be a problem if the only people you're empathetical to are the people that agree with you. It, it takes a lot more empathy to understand people who disagree with you. And I wouldn't say it's really empathetical at all to, to only be empathizing with people that you agree with. Um, it kind of defeats the whole purpose of empathy. And so, you know, when it comes to men, I really do try to empathize with them, the ones on the right, the ones who are Trump supporters, even though I disagree with a lot of the way they come at problems, a lot of the way that comes at um, having the conversation, you know, toxic masculinity. Do I agree with that term? Do I not? I still don't really know. I, I don't like the term. I never have liked the term. Do I think it exists? I think there's toxic sides of masculinity for sure. But, you know, do I think aggression and dominance are inherently bad? No, I do not. Uh, I am not that. I don't think it's bad to be those things. It's bad to be those things in ways that harm other people. So who is judging the harm? Like, you know, that's why the victim mentality doesn't really serve anyone either. And that can also be a problem. A lot of these things that we talk about 
are nuanced that you can be you know you can think that toxic masculinity doesn't exist and still think that men need to be better those those realities can be um work together you can think that the left is really um self-defeating or not really holding their own and, and having these conversations while also thinking that the left is like the right way in terms of policy like you can have that thought you can you can vote for biden and disagree with him you can vote for trudeau and disagree with him on policy on on ways that they implement things that is allowed and i don't know why right now in society we seem to be able to um not be able to distinguish those two things like you can be a pro-feminist and still criticize feminism you can be um anti-racism and still kind of throw your hat in the ring and and have conversations that are like is that racist is that not racist i don't know let's have a conversation about it you can um you know there's so many things that you can think both things on and for me that is um i think that the way the left handles a lot of situations and discusses them are inherently not helpful and purposeful to the conversation i also think that white privilege and male privilege exist and those two things don't always have to be fully aligned for in order to have that conversation um that is kind of my thoughts that's why i really liked how he how jake talked about it is there's nuance there's empathy there's understanding and you have to kind of talk about it in the way that fits that person the best. Some men are super aware and know that they have male privilege and white privilege. Um, other ones don't want to hear anything about it. They don't want to hear anything about it. So maybe have the conversation about being anti-patriarchal and how the system, you know, it's really funny. The, the system that everyone thinks is so for them, that is so the working man really doesn't help the working man in a lot of ways. Like it, it really doesn't. If you look at it from a fundamental level, it, it doesn't and there are many reasons about that and we talked about it earlier mental health um suicide jail rates um incarceration rates those are all affect um are affected by the patriarchy and that patriarchal system doesn't really benefit as much as it as much as we think and that's why i liked how jake went about that conversation how you have to tune it to the person that you're talking with and how you know when it comes to gender he doesn't even talk about how it really negatively impacts women because the guys or young boys that he's working with don't really aren't really at that level and don't really care they want to know how it affects them and, and it's fine to deliver the message selfishly to the person that you're and cater that message selfishly to the people that you're trying to serve um that's kind of my thoughts on it that was why i thought it was really interesting um the patriarchy you know it has its problems for sure uh, I'm not saying that should be a matriarchy. I think, you know, the, the perfect balance lies in between with with everything almost. Um, and, and nothing positive can come out of the streams. That's my thoughts this week on this week's uh, episode. Just a tip. As a reminder, please leave a review if you enjoyed this content. Um, you can do that on Apple Podcast. Press subscribe. Press follow. Follow me on Instagram at the Imperfect Pod. Email me Luke at theimperfectpod.com. And next week's episode will be about mental health. It's actually going to be two episodes coming out next week. I'm going to fit them both into to one week. One with Jay Schiffman, another one with uh, Johnny Crowder, and uh, two episodes mostly about mental health because it's November. And I'll also include the link to my friend Gautham's Movember donation 
below in this uh, description as well. So that's it. Please do all that. And I'll see you all next week for the episodes.